won't be trites Real name, no gimmicks Two weeks go by, no Michael break, why? No Michael break, why? No Michael break, why? Go by, no Michael break, why? No Michael break, why? No Michael break, why? Guess who's back? Back again. Michael's back. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? 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 and welcome to another episode of Micro Break, the podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish. I'm your host, Michael J. Mayone, and this is episode 104. You're saying to yourself, didn't you just put out a Micro Break Raw saying that the show was coming to an end? Yes, I did. But here's the funny thing I gotta tell you. Since you're my friend and all, this show was so popular that people, they upheavaled upheavaled i don't even know if that's a real word but they rose up and they protested and they picketed and they said bring back micro break i missed the show but they didn't use that voice i'm pretty sure i decided i think it would be best to bring micro break back to its roots so we're gonna keep the episode short and sweet the way they used to be. They're going to be a little even less scripted than they were. Let's face it, I am rehashing things that have already happened, putting my own take and spin on them, and people enjoy that, but people might want to hear about what's going on in the previous week or two. And this episode is going to do just that, because we're going to keep it short, but at the same time, talk about something really important. And for me, this week, it was the death of Olivia Newton-John. So, Olivia Newton-John was born Dame Olivia Newton-John in September of 1948, and she was British-Australian. She was about six, I believe, when her family moved from Britain to Australia. And, of course, everybody knows her from Greece. Yes, there was other movies, Xanadu. Honestly, I can't think of any more. <laughs> she did a lot of music videos. She was super, super popular when MTV was popular. In the video of 1981, I think, physical was something else. And she wore like those tights from the 80s, barely the 80s here, 1981. And uh, she was cute. And sadly, I believe that she fought for many years with cancer, breast cancer. And she was even an advocate for it, as well as other uh, things she was an activist for, uh, like being a lover of animals. So this is just things that I know personally that I knew over the years. And she aged, in my opinion, she aged very, very well. And this is her own words. This is a quote about her. And she said on her website, and this is olivianewton-john.com, because 
I want the information to be accurate. She said, I am committed and excited about educating and encouraging women to take a positive role in their breast health. So you could see right there, this is what she wanted as her about. This was her end game, was to really create awareness to breast health. And she did all she could until her life was sadly taken. In my opinion, a little premature. She wasn't that old, so... So she got really popular in the movie Grease, of course. Everybody knows her from Grease. Grease is uh, a staple. It's an icon movie. I don't care what age you are or where you come from, but the movie Grease was the one to see. And looking up the movie itself, and I'm shocked. 1978, first of all, 1978. The cast of characters in this film, John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John, Stalker Channing, Dee Dee Khan, Jeff Conaway, Barry Pearl. There's a bunch more. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not going to go through every name. <laughs> it's micro break. Remember, you can look this stuff up on the Internet. Thank God for Google. But yeah, this movie, not just the cast. It was the music. I mean, this was a musical done right. I'm not a big fan of musicals. I got to be honest with you. But to see Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta play out these characters in the film was phenomenal. I'd never seen the play. I don't know anything about the history behind the film. I just knew that it was a iconic film. It was considered a musical romantic comedy. Three categories all in the explanation of this film. And it was based on the 1971 musical of the same name by Jim Jacobs and Warren Casey. And it was written by Bronte Woodard. I want to say it's a Woodard, but it could be Woodard. See, that's never going to change, folks. I'm never going to pronounce anything right. Adaption by Alan Carr and directed by Randall Kleisner or Kleisner. It's probably Kleisner. Let's go with Kleisner in his theatrical feature film debut. And what a debut it was because it was huge, hugely popular. The cast, like I said, goes on and on. We really got to talk a little bit about the music because, hey, that's my background, folks. That is my background. So let's look at the Grease soundtrack for a second here. Now, how many songs do you think Olivia Newton-John had to do with on that soundtrack? I'm going to bet an awful lot of them. So the original soundtrack had somewhere around 23 tracks on it. So you were getting your value when you bought this probably cassette. <laughs> Grease, of course, by Frankie Valli. Hopelessly devoted to you. One of my favorite slow songs by Olivia Newton-John.
Summer Nights, the duet with John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. You're the one that I want. Again, John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Beauty School Dropout by Frankie Avalon. The theme, Grease. There is Sandy by John Travolta. Look at me, I'm Sandra D. Stocker Channing sang that one. It's Raining on Prom Night, Blue Moon, Born to Hand Jive, Tears of My Pillow, Hound Dog, Rock and Roll is Here to Stay, of course, Grease Lightning, Alone at the Drive-In Movie, Beauty School Dropout, I mentioned that one. Quit repeating yourself, Michael. Just get on with it. And many, many more. A lot of covers and so forth. Very, very, very compelling album. And of course, the songs from that album were very popular in the DJ circuit and at parties and so forth. Everybody wanted to sing the songs or everybody wanted to dance to Grease Lightning. So there you go. I mean, Olivia Newton-John, it was sad news. It popped up on my Twitter feed and I said, wow, uh, that sucks. I mean, you never want to hear anything bad about someone's passing, especially when they were so iconic. I, I remember Robin Williams and Anthony Bourdain. Oh my goodness. Uh, we, we lose so many people to either mental health or physical health or 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 something worse like uh overdose and things like that and it's it's terrible it really is terrible so what more can we learn about her life now there's a lot of information out there on the internet that you can research but quite frankly i think one of the best places to go to learn about her career her life and her history is right on the official website Olivia Newton-John.com. I'll have the link in the show notes, of course, and you can kind of peruse through this. Throughout her career, the much-loved star who danced with Gene Kelly in Xanadu hosted the popular internationally syndicated wildlife television show, was bestowed an OBE, Order of the British Empire, by Queen Elizabeth in 1979 has held many humanitarian causes close to her heart, particularly since the birth of her daughter, Chloe, in 1986. And you can read this and learn more and more about her, but uh, was sad to lose her, really was. So these episodes are short, they're to the point, and they're going to be on subjects that are in the entertainment or technology realm. So you never know what's going to pop up. It might be a headline. It might be something that just popped in my head. And I said, you know, I remember when and it has something to do with that week. So I'm going to try to keep this thing going for you because like I said earlier, my episodes got a lot more downloads when I announced that the show was going to end. (laughs) So I'm guessing people were jonesing for more micro break. So they were hunting the older episodes. And yes, folks, please do that. I encourage you to. So many guest spotlights. Well over 100 episodes now. This is 104. Then there's a bunch of little micro breaks that pop up. Some of my rants. You're definitely going to want to check them out. And don't forget to rate and review the show too. So important because the ratings and the reviews help the show be seen by others. So you want to push it up the pile (laughs) because there's millions of podcasts out there. I ask you to give it some stars, to rate it, talk a little bit about it. And if I like what you say, I'm going to repeat it on the air. So go ahead and plug yourself on there if you're a creator. I don't mind. That's it, folks. That's it. That's the show. Now, you can follow me now at a new Twitter. It's just Michael J. Mayone, just like you see it in the show notes. Michael J. Mayone. 
I am the host of this show. I am also a music producer. I'm a performer. I'm a singer and I'm a songwriter. And of course, you got a little taste of that in the beginning. You got a little taste of that when I did a parody of the beginning of Without Me by Eminem. Yes, I took on Eminem, baby, and gave you a little little fun thing there to listen to. So I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Four.